you have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7 tonight. And I want to preach a very simple message called Deliverance to Dominion. And you know, as we continue in this journey called faith, how many know we can get saved, we can live for Jesus Christ, but never understand what it means to be, to live in dominion. That Jesus Christ has given you the authority that through Him, He's given us the ability to live in dominion. And so as we consider our text tonight in Romans chapter 7, and we're going to read verses from 15 through to 20. And this is a very interesting portion of Scripture that Paul is saying. Because Paul is writing this particular uh, verse, and it's one of those uh, one of those verses where you kind of like, it's, it's those tongue twisters, you know, it's like the car when you drive down the hill and the hill was high and, the, and that car was green and the, the hill was yellow. And it's one of those verses where it's kind of like, what are you trying to say? But if you turn there with me, you, you, you'll understand very quickly what I mean by that because in Romans chapter 7, verse 15, and we're going to read down through to 20, and it reads this, it says uh, in verse 15, for what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the Lord that it is good. But no longer, but now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells, for to will is present with me. But how to perform what is good, I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. Let's pray tonight. Father, I pray that you take your word, your word that is truth, your word that is ever so powerful and is active, it is alive. God, I pray, shine it into the darkest recesses of our minds, God, I pray the places that need exposing, God, the places that need to be dealt with, let your word convict our hearts and begin to change us from the inside out. Be glorified. Use every word, God, that comes from this preacher. Lord, translate it into our minds, into our hearts. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. So let's consider, number one, the word dominion. Dominion. What is dominion? Oh, we love to hear the word dominion. Yeah, amen. We've got dominion, man. We got power through Jesus. What is dominion? That's a good question. Let's, let's consider this thought. Let's consider this word for a minute. And I want to give you two definitions from Webster's dictionary that describes or that gives us the meaning. Now it gives us, I'm going to give us two uh, just to save us from time. But both of them refer in terms of law. So number one, dominion means supreme authority. It means sovereignty. It's a principle, it's a principle of the power to rule. For example, the land that a ruler or government controls, they control a particular country, they have rule over a particular region, they have dominion over that place. And so we see it throughout uh, in New York City and even throughout the places here, people representing their postcode. 
Oh, we got power over this city. We got, we're ruling over this region. And it's the bloods versus the crypts. It is, you know what, trying to gain who has the power in a certain place. And we see in the Bible that God had given Adam dominion. The power to rule. The power to have dominion on the earth. We see this in Genesis 1.26. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. Everyone say dominion. Dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. In the very beginning, God says, listen, I'm going to give you dominion. That through the creation, he's like, let us make it in our image, in our likeness. And so in God's likeness, in his nature comes dominion. And so he's saying, let us give man, let us make them in our image with dominion over all the things on the earth. David writes about this in Psalms chapter 8 verse 5. He's considering his life. He's like, what is man? What, who am I that you are mindful of me? And I want you to listen to Psalms chapter 8 verses 5. He confirms this. He says, for you have made him a little lower than the angels. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. All sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea that pass, that pass through the paths of the seas. Here we find an understanding very clear from the beginning. God had given dominion to mankind. Number two, I want to talk about the second meaning, which is I want to talk about tonight. And that is this dominion to have absolute ownership. Ownership can be something where you've got, where you purchased like a house. You've purchased a car. It is yours by purchase. Now it's yours for purpose. Think about that tonight. It's yours by purchase and it's now yours for purpose. Dominion to have total ownership over something. And God had given Adam dominion over over the earth. Genesis 1:26, we just read it. But by disobeying through their disobedience to God's word, God said, "Do not touch the tree. Don't go there. Don't even And you know what happens? And now they begin to sin. They listen to Satan's voice, and now man forfeits his own right to rule. He sells his dominion to the devil. All right, can you see the picture now? God gives mankind dominion, but now he sells dominion to the devil. And even now throughout the book, uh, we see that God had given the rights now. It's been handed over by sin to the enemy. And in the book of Job, as the Lord asked Satan where he had been, we find that, you know what, he was ruling the earth. Listen to Job chapter 1 verses 6. Uh, God had told him, where have you been? Listen to his reply. His reply is this. From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. You see, the devil now has this kind of dominion. The devil now has this kind of rule that through disobedience, through sin entering into the world, now the devil has some kind of entitlement throughout the earth. And he's telling God where he's been. He's been up and down the earth. He's been traveling through the earth like a ruler. But let it be clearly noted that Satan is never called king of this world. He is the designated ruler or the prince. Jesus talked about this in John chapter 14 verse 30. 
I will no longer talk much with you for the ruler or the prince of this world is coming and he is nothing in me. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, whose minds the God of this age has blinded. You see, he's talking about another God. He's talking about the ruler of this world has blinded people. He's blinded people to say, listen, through sin, you no longer have power anymore. You no longer have dominion. And so here it is, Adam sells dominion because he sins. And think about sin tonight. Because sin is not just something of the outward act that you do. What he did, you know, we think, oh yeah, what he done and you know, what he's, what he's did, that makes him a sinner. Listen tonight, it's a principle or the nature within the sinner. While it's true that men are sinners because they sin, it is a fundamental principle that men sin because they are sinners. Listen tonight, friend, we're all sinners. The Bible tells us we're all sinners. So we now, we don't have dominion over our flesh. We can't, you know what, live righteous and holy. We're sinners. And yet here it is, the first sin of Adam. It was a personal sin. This resulted in this having a sinful nature. And so from Adam and Eve down, his descendants have all now received and have been born into sin. That's why we have been born into sin. And now as a result of the world being sinful in their nature. And Jesus says a tree that brings forth fruit according to its nature. Listen to what he says. Matthew chapter 7 verse 17. Even so every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. So he's talking about the nature of mankind, the sin nature that's within us. That you see, we were given dominion from the very beginning, but yet through sin, now being passed down through the history of mankind, every single one has sinned and we can't seem to get right. We can't seem to overcome the power of sin. But thank God that Jesus had come into the earth. This is what I'm talking about. Number two, victory in Christ. All right, we need to understand. Okay, so now we've lost dominion. What does it mean to get it back? It's all through Jesus. I'm trying not to get excited tonight because you know what? This is the gospel message. This is what should excite you tonight and what should fuel your passion, your desire to live for God. Listen, it's not through us because we're sinners. But Jesus Christ, when he bled, Oh, when he died, hallelujah, he purchased you and I. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. You see, when Jesus died on the cross, he reversed the curse. He begins to now begin to say, hey, listen, through the blood that purchased us, we are no longer our own. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19, Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you are from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which our God. You see, when we decide to give our lives to Jesus, when we bow our knee and accept Christ, He forgives us. God gives us a new nature. Any man being Christ, 
He is a new creation. Thank God for that, that now no longer are we slaves to sin, but alive in God. That when we die in our sin, when we lay down, when we are buried with Christ, when we go down into that grave and we come up a new creation. Isaiah 43 says, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Tell you what, church, God redeemed you. God paid for your sin. God desired to say, listen, they're living in sin. They're trying to make their way up to God. That's religion. Religion is what you got to do to get God's favor. But God says, no, I got to go down to them. So he became the first missionary, left the throne of glory, left splendor, left all of eternity, step into time and put on flesh, stepped into time and begin to be born as a baby from the very beginning and says, oh, I came with a purpose in mind. I came with a purpose to redeem mankind back. He didn't die to give us a blessed life. Thank God for that. But he came to redeem us back to, to right relationship to God the Father. And that is our Savior. That is our King who overcome death and the grave through the blood of Jesus that we can now have victory. He didn't die for nothing. Amen. He didn't die for nothing. He came. He purchased us for a purpose. But let's talk about thirdly, the flesh and the spirit. All right, so we've got a clear understanding. We, we've lost dominion. So now we've got to understand, you know what? Jesus delivered us. So let's talk about this thought for a second, the flesh and the spirit, because I'm talking about deliverance to dominion tonight. And I want us to understand, as long as we live in this world, as long as we're going through this life, there is always going to be a consistent, a constant battle with your flesh and the spirit. There is always going to be this war within you between your flesh and the spirit. In Christ, you can have dominion. Hallelujah. You can have dominion in your emotions. Thank God for that. Amen. If you're married tonight, hallelujah. Man, thank you, Jesus. If you, you know what, your friendships, man, thank God for that. God has given us dominion over our emotions. God can give us dominion over your flesh. Thank goodness for that. But it really what it comes down to is your own decision. What are you going to do when it comes to your flesh and the spirit? Woo! When it's time to say no to the boys and go out drinking. Oh, my flesh wants to. Oh, I remember when we graduated, grade 12, I got saved, gave my life to Jesus. And I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting at my table, and I'm just drinking my water, and I see all of them on the dance floor, you know. I'm trying to stay saved. <laughs> it's a struggle. You know what? Oh, man, here they are. They, 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 got, they, they snuck in some drinks. Hey, Bobby, why don't you... Woo, man, I tell you, it is temptation galore. The girls are on the dance floor. Hey, man, God, Jesus, help me. <laughs> you see, it comes down to now those decisions every single day, every single moment of your life, every single, when you wake up in the morning, God has given you purpose, but don't lose it. Don't lose that dominion. God has given you dominion, but here it is. We got to fight the fight of faith. Amen. I hear it all the time. Oh, you're just going to rest in his grace. He's going to, you know, relax. No, man, I'm telling you, it's a fight. Come on, somebody. You got to fight the good fight of faith. Paul talks about being a soldier. 
Come on, you got to have a mindset of a champion. Don't hang around with losers no more. God's given you dominion. But I'm telling you, if you don't fight now, you'll be fighting for what you don't want later. Let me say that again. Let us sink that into your mind. If you don't fight now, you will be fighting for what you don't want later. In other words, you know what? You could have made a decision to live for Jesus. But then all of a sudden, years down the track, you're fighting against addiction. You're fighting against all these other things, these curses that you open the door to. When you could have made a decision right here, right now to say, I'm living in dominion. I'm choosing to put on the new man. I'm choosing to live by faith and not by sight. I'm choosing to not give in to my flesh and my desires. The flesh and the spirit. Genesis 4, 7, if you do not do well, sorry, if you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door and its desire is for you. Listen to this. God says, but you should rule over it. Break it down, but you should have dominion over it. Here Cain is, you know what he's contemplating? He's so angry. He's jealous. God, why didn't you accept my gift? You accept my brother's gift. He gets so angry and God visits him and says, listen, I know what you're going to do, brother. You're about to mess up your whole life. I mean, his whole life and even his descendants. And God says, listen, but you should have dominion. You should rule over this. In other words, get dominion over your emotions, Cain. Get dominion over your flesh. Jesus says, deny yourself and carry the cross and follow me. I'm telling you, you, it's easy to live what's popular out there. It's easy to do what everyone else is doing, but it takes a real champion. It takes a real person who says, listen, even if, even if I get forsaken by my family. Jesus said, those over there are my, my family. You see that over there? That's my mother. That's my brother. These here are my family. Even if they forsake me, you know what? I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to carry the cross. I'm going to follow Jesus. And so here it is, the struggle, the the war between the flesh and the spirit. And Paul writes, and he's saying, I want to do good. Man, I I strive to to live holy. I want to, oh man, I want to give, I want to go hard for God. And he's saying, I've got this desire to, you know, to do good. But the evil that I don't want to do. That I practice, that I do. Oh my goodness. So I want to give a reality check because sometimes we can get so super spiritual and point the finger like, oh yeah, you know what? Oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm. And we can get spiritually filled with pride. Oh, we're, we're, we're the strong Christian. You know what? Oh, we're the, listen, it's a reality. Paul is writing. I mean, the, the apostle Paul. I mean, like he's the, he's the strongest man who you think he is. You know what? But he's giving us an indication. Showing us humility, saying, listen, man, I struggle with this. And Jesus, the one who's, you know what, he sympathizes with us. He knows exactly what you're going through. Jesus said himself, Matthew 24, verse 40, uh, sorry, Matthew 26, verse 41. He says, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. But the very, the thing he said before that was watch and pray. Watch and pray. You know, he's talking about you got you to be sober. You got you to get up. You got to pray. Lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. There's a war in your flesh. There's a war with your spirit. First Peter chapter 2, verse 11. Beloved, 
I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain, okay, abstain from fleshly lust, which war against the soul. You see, you've got to make a decision. Are you going to live in dominion? Because when God delivers you, He's given you these scriptures saying, listen, you need to abstain, meaning you need to cut them off. You need to get rid of it. You need to walk in the Spirit. Galatians 5.17, for the flesh lusts against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. You see, whenever you sin, the law is always going to be ready to judge you. The law is, you know, hey, you're guilty, you're guilty. When you begin to walk in the Spirit, you are not under the law, you are under grace. And for us to exercise dominion, we need to understand, we need to change our mindset from law living to try and tick the boxes kind of living to a grace mindset. From goals to growth. I want to do this, is our goals. Yeah, I've got to do this. But you've you got to turn from the goals to growth. What says, God, uh, help me to become, help me to become, you know what, all that I am in you. Because we're weak, because we're, we're not strong, because we're leaky vessels, we'll, we'll be on fire one day, we won't be on fire the other day. I want you to listen to this because this blew my mind. I hope this, you know, blows your mind as well. It's, it's Luke chapter 10, verse 19. I'm going to read the message version of it. Jesus said these words, I know I saw Satan fall, a bolt of lightning out of the sky. See what I've given you? Safe passage as you walk on snakes and scorpions and protection from every assault of the enemy. No one can put a hand on you. All the same, listen to this, the great triumph is not in your authority over evil, but in God's authority over you and presence with you. Not what you do for God, but what God does for you. That's the agenda for rejoicing. You see, our mindset, have got, our mindset has got to change. It has got to shift from trying my best to, you know what, God does it for me. He gives me the ability to overcome, which is why Paul says, and I quoted earlier, 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. That's dominion. Love and a sound mind. Listen, He's given you dominion. He's given you a sound mind to make up your own mind. In the midst of chaos, in the midst of panic, in the midst of your household where you got screaming kids, He's given you a sound mind. He's given you power. So here it is, we've been delivered, but also we've come into this understanding that we've been given dominion. We have been given authority simply by abiding in Christ. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is he that's in me. You see, it's God working in us that gives us dominion. But with the day and the moment you choose to just live by yourself, you don't deny yourself, you just keep living. That's pride. But God gives grace to the humble. God gives us the ability to go through in this life. You see, our inability gives us the opportunity to lean on Christ's ability. I say that again, our inability gives us the opportunity to lean on Christ's ability. Where we understand, God, I can't do this on my, that which I do, I, 
I wish to do, I can't do. That which is evil, I practice. You know, God, I, and so God gives us this understanding that through our own weakness, He can make us strong. Charles Spurgeon said this, without the Spirit of God, we can do nothing. We are as ships without the wind, branches without sap, and coals without fire. We are useless. You see, God has given us a spirit, a, a dominion where, you know what, it's now this working of God's grace through His strength. Speaking to a large audience, uh, D.L. Moody held up a glass, an empty glass, and asked, how can I get the air out of the glass? One man shouted, take it out with a pump. Moody replied, that would create a vacuum and shatter the glass. After numerous other suggestions, Moody smiled, picked up a pitcher of water and filled the glass. And he said, there. He said, all the air is now removed. He then went on to explain that victory in the Christian life is not accomplished by taking out the sin here and there but by being filled with the Holy Spirit. Listen to Romans 6.14, and this is, and I close. Paul writes and he says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. You see, again, it's got to be a change of mindset. And I'm, I'm not preaching, you know what, oh, yeah, greasy, grace here. Yeah. Like I said, it's a fight. It's a fight. But you have to understand, sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. It's a shift, a mindset shift that we are now dependent on His grace ever so more because like Brother David said, we're not perfect. But thank God through Christ Jesus, we can have dominion, not by our strength, but by His Spirit. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed tonight. Deliverance to dominion. Hallelujah. You know, tonight, church, I'm preaching this because I believe God has a future and a plan for you. And He doesn't want you to just, you know what, live this merry-go-round cycle where you just keep coming to church and you know what, oh, I need to get saved now. I need to, you know. He wants you to have dominion in your life. Dominion over your addiction. Dominion over your flesh. Like I said, you know what, fight now so you don't have to fight for what you don't want later if you if you make these decisions today live for God I'm telling you I'm a I'm a testimony of what God can do I mean I, I think about my life and everything comes back down to these decisions am I going to live in my flesh I'm going to choose to entertain my own flesh and do what I want to do I never wanted to be a preacher oh I was far from that I just wanted to come to church and live for Jesus Yet God had other plans. I'm telling you, there are people in here tonight, God's raising you up in these last days to be used for His purpose. That you can have dominion in your life and that you could have purpose in your life. That God wants to use you. Set apart for His glory. Not for what you want to do and you know, you're going to stand before God on judgment day. What did you do with your life? Did you obey me? I, I, I called you to do this, but you didn't. Let's lay down our lives. Let's say, you know what, God? I want to deny myself. I'm going to crucify this flesh every day. I'm going to fight for what's right. I'm going to fight now. I'm going to fight to stay safe. I'm going to fight, you know what, even when my flesh wants to go out and party, I'm going to, you know what, 
hey, sis, what are you doing tonight? Come, let's pray together. Let's, let's have a Bible study. Hey, what are you doing tonight? Let's go play some ball. Man, do whatever it takes. You fight. Stay saved. Make those decisions. Live for Jesus, not for the world. You're here tonight. You're not saved. Your heart's not right with God. I want to give you an invitation tonight. That God extends His grace through Jesus. He died on the cross for you. And He loves you. He knows He sees the stain of sin in your life. And He wants to wash it clean from your life. Have you bowed your life to Jesus Christ? Or you just simply come to church expecting to piggyback off someone else's salvation? You will stand before God. You will give an account for your life. Your mom and dad won't be holding your hand. Tell you, you're living in sin tonight. You're living in fornication. You're living, you know what, in drug addiction. You're living a life far from God. God loves you and He's calling you tonight. Will you repent? Will you lay down your life? Will you accept Jesus in your heart? If that's you, you want to give your heart to Jesus. You want Him to come into your life. Make you a new creation. If that's you, I want you to do one thing. Lift up your hand with mine and say, yes, that's me. I'm not saved. I'm not right. Lift it up. Lift it up. God loves you. Don't be ashamed. We're here to encourage you to do so. Lift it up tonight. God loves you. He wants to save you. He wants to redeem you. Maybe you're a backslider. Maybe you once came to church and you know what? You, you've lived your own way. If that's you, you, you know you're a backslider tonight. Lift it up. Say, yes, that's me. I'm not saved. I'm not right with God. I'm not saved. Amen. I see that hand. God bless you, sister. Amen. I see that hand. Anyone else want to join this honest heart? Say yes. Amen. I see these hands. Any, anyone else? God bless you. God bless you. Anyone else? Amen. God bless you. I see these hands. Hands are going up. Anyone else? Lift it up tonight. God loves you. Don't, you know what? Don't, don't go back to your old life anymore. God's given you dominion. Don't go back to your old life. Listen, if that's you, you're living in sin. Lift it up tonight. God loves you. He wants to save you. He wants to deliver you and He wants to give you dominion. You're not saved. You know in your heart of heart, you're not saved. Lift up your hand and say, yes, that's me. I'm not saved. I want to give my heart to Jesus. Amen. I see that hand. Anyone else? God bless you. Hands are going up. Anyone else? You're not saved. You're, you're backslid in your heart. Thank you for your honesty. God bless you. Amen. Anyone else? Lift it up tonight. You'll say, yep, that's me, pastor. I'm not right with God. I want to give my life to Jesus. Tonight's the night. I'm making a commitment. I'm making a decision to lay down my life, to be delivered and live life with dominion. Hallelujah. Amen. Those of you who raise your hand, I want you to do one simple thing. Come, meet me at this altar. Meet me at the altar right now. Come, come out of your seat. Just meet me at the altar. Hallelujah. Amen. Come, come, come. Maybe you didn't lift your hand. Come, join at this, the front here. We're going to pray a prayer together. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The redeeming love. Thank God for His grace. Hallelujah. Just... I want you to pray this prayer after me. Just say, Lord Jesus, I thank you that you love me. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. Tonight I'm asking you come into my heart. Wash my sins. I repent for my lifestyle. I repent from denying you. I repent all my sins and I turn to you you are my Lord you are my Savior deliver me from sin and addiction I thank you for the resurrection power in Jesus name I pray
today. Just lift up your hands. I'm just going to pray for you right now. Lift up your hands. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, I pray deliverance right now. God, I pray deliverance right now. Holy Ghost power, fill her with your spirit. Lord, right now, God. Oh, God, tonight is the night that you're going to do something wonderful. A miracle, God, that's taking place in Jesus' mighty name. Touch right now, God, the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Ghost power, fill the Lord God. Lord, I break every curse. I break every work of the enemy, God, over our life. I come against word curses. I come against witchcraft. Oh, God, I break its powers in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for all that you've done and all that you're doing in Jesus' name. Oh, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that any man be in Christ is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Lord, tonight, God, have your way in us, sister. Lord, minister by the power of the Holy Ghost. Seal, Lord God, the blood right now. Seal, Lord God, the decision that's been made. God, I pray dominion and authority to be lived throughout their lives. God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my sister in honesty. Lord, I pray, God, that you continue to fill her with power. Fill her with your spirit, God, to move forward in her life, God. Lord, to forsake her, to deny her life, to deny her sin, God. Lord, every day to walk in dominion, to walk in your spirit, God, in which you've given, Lord God, access. I pray, God, that you'd lose your power and authority, God, over her life, Lord Jesus, right now. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Church, these altars are open. Come.